Grace, mercy, and peace be with you from God our Father and our Lord and our Savior Jesus, who is the living Christ. Let us bow our heads for a word of prayer. Good and gracious God, we give you thanks for this day, for the many gifts that you have given to us, for sending your Son, Jesus, and for by your grace, through faith, you have saved us. Be with us and guide us. This we ask in your name. Amen. Well, I think it's time that we have a little bit of a heart-to-heart talk. You know, I've been watching. And if you want to get ahead in this world, you need to grab your bootstraps and pull yourself up. If you don't clean your plate, you're not going to get dessert. If you want that company bonus at the end of the year, you better meet all expectations and you better do better than those expectations to carry out the mission of our company. If you want to go on that vacation or go on that special trip, you better get good grades. Have you guys ever heard things like that? We all have. As a matter of fact, I maybe have even uttered some of them. What would you say if I told you that all that is not true? Would you believe me? I know, Pastor, the world in which we live is a dog-eat-dog-eat world. There are no free lunches. I get that, and we have to work hard in order to get the things that we want. We have to earn our way to make things happen. That is exactly the opposite of what we were hearing in the time of the Reformation, though. People wanted to earn their way. People wanted to earn things so that they could make things happen, so that they could get into heaven. And it is not that which gets us into heaven of our works, but it is because we are justified by faith, that we have been saved by grace through faith. It is through our faith that we have been saved that we have been given a place and God sent his son Jesus to be in our lives so that we would have the promise of new life. It's not anything that we do. It's what God does. But yet, in 2015, maybe even more so than ever, we're still fighting that battle, aren't we? about we have to earn our way. And maybe we sit there and we go, well, I can draw a line. I can say this is the secular world and this is the religious world. I would like to suggest that we need to find a way to get rid of that line and to bring the two together. What would you say 
if you went into work tomorrow and your employer said, you know those company bonuses? Don't worry about it. We're going to do it as grace. You will be given a bonus because of the grace of this company, the grace of God. What would your kids do if you didn't say you have to finish that food before you can have dessert? If you said, you know, maybe you just weren't, didn't want to eat that much and it's okay, we're going to be graceful. And we're going to say, it's all right, you can have dessert. Is that okay, Cameron? Okay. <laughs> one, of the, one of the dangers of being the acolyte. <laughs> and so what would happen if all across the world we started to use God's grace and live a grace-filled life? and not one that was about earning your way. I like to think that our society, our world as a whole, would be one that would be happier. There would be less violence. There would be more love. There would be lots of things that take place that would make us a better place to live. But yet somehow we're still out looking for us and for me. Well, let's look at it maybe in, in three parts, if you will. Jesus died and was raised from the dead. And because Jesus was raised from the dead, each of us no longer have to find a way to fix ourselves or to extricate ourselves out of this mess in which we live. And because of that, we are now sent out into God's world to serve those who are in need. Pretty simple. That's what God has called us to do. Martin Luther on his deathbed, I'm not going to try to top Tom with the German. Martin Luther wrote six words. I'm going to mess them up. I know I will. Three in German and three in Latin on his deathbed. The last things that he wrote. He basically said this. We are all beggars. We are all beggars with our hand stretched out. In other words, we as the people of God are beggars who search to receive the gift of God that is just given to us. We, we can't earn it. It is given to us freely as if we were beggars. Given to each of us so that we could go about doing the work of God. Luther also said this, that we are Lord of all and subject to none, servant of all and subject to all. Think about that. We, as the people of God, who have received this bountiful grace of God, this free gift of God, grace given to us, are now servants to all, going out into God's world, proclaiming the goodness of God. That is what the Reformation was about. That's what the Reformation was trying to help us encompass and figure out, that it was the 
gift of God's grace. And because we have received that gift, we want to go into God's world. We want to be instruments of that love, instruments of that grace to share the goodness of God with all people. But yet, we're still stuck here fighting for our own way, trying to do our own thing. Maybe we can phrase it this way. As children of God, you have been washed in the waters of baptism. You are a child of God, and you have been sealed by the Holy Spirit. And because of that, you are sent forth in the name of God. We together, we together are God's servants and servants to those around us. We cannot do anything but to receive. We cannot make things happen but to share the love of God through Jesus Christ. Let's go together as servants, as people of God who already know that gift of grace. What a wonderful gift to know and to help others come to know of that promise, that gift, that love. What a burden it could be to remove that from our shoulders and other people's shoulders. That God loves you for who you are and has forgiven you. Let us go forth in the name of Christ. Amen.